Hi, welcome to Bare Naked Worship. My name is Donna, and please excuse my voice today. I have apparently a cold, so I don't normally sound like a frog, but today I do. But I couldn't wait to record this podcast today because God has shown himself so mightily in the last three days and I'm just so overwhelmed that I just hope that this podcast will be a source of great encouragement to whoever listens today. You know, sometimes when we are walking through situations that seem overwhelming, we can become overwhelmed because we just are looking at everything surrounding us and it can just seem like there is no way we are ever going to get past or through the situation at hand. And this happens a lot of times to a lot of people where you wake up in the morning and before 10 o'clock in the morning, so many things have happened. You have had a bad diagnosis. You have had a, a, a difficult phone call. Maybe you check your balance in the bank and you just do not have enough money to stretch to, to pay all of your bills. There are so many things every single day that can come against us. But we as Christians are more than the sum of all of the things that can come against us. We are conquerors in Christ. He says that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength in Philippians 4.13. He's made that promise to us. And, you know, God doesn't make a promise lightly because he keeps his promises. You know, I had a friend one time who would promise me the moon. It was a, it was a guy and he wanted to be a boyfriend. And at the time we were, we were definitely on the friend, you know, the friend, friends only zone, friend only thing. And, but this guy would promise me everything. If I wanted something and I voiced it to him, he would say, it's done. I'm going to get that for you. I'll do that for you. And at first it was really exciting because I thought, wow, you know, this person really wants to please me and he really wants to give to me and bless my life. But I began to realize very, very quickly, very quickly on in the relationship that this particular person made promises so easily, so frequently, so lightly, because he really didn't have any intention of keeping his promises something else would always happen something would 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 make it impossible for him to follow through so what happened was that he would make promises that began very quickly to have very little value to me and I know that there are times in your life when you may have gone through the same thing Um, It happens a lot with children in divorce situations. Maybe one parent says, I'll do this for you. I'll come and I'll pick you up and we'll have a great weekend. And then weekend after weekend after weekend, you know, the job calls. uh, There's a situation where the parent can't do what they promised to do. And after a while, the child just begins to realize that those words carry very little weight. This past weekend, my 15-year-old, he just turned 15, 15 15-year-old nephew was 
walking down the stairs and someone said something to him um, about that we couldn't do something that he wanted to do. And he said, it wasn't a promise that was made, it was just a request that he made. He wanted to do something and it was not a time with everything going on with uh, our family and my father's diagnosis. It was just not something that could be done at that moment. So my mother said to him, I can't do that right now. And he said, as he turned away from us and walked up the steps, up the stairs, he said, that's okay, I've learned not to expect anything. Now, in his situation, he is given many, many, many things, and um, people do reach out constantly trying to help these children to get through what is a very difficult situation with, um, with their, their mom and just some different things. But the way he said it and the look of resignation on his face showed me that in his heart and in his perception of life right now, he has learned that expecting something leads often to disappointment. So when we get into situations where we are constantly disappointed and we're constantly not seeing promises come true, then we can quickly begin to doubt that anything good is going to happen. But back to what brought me to this, which was that God does not do that. God does make many, many promises. His word, the word of God is full of promises, exciting promises, great promises, beautiful, beautiful, sweet promises of better things, better times, of new beginnings, of great futures for us. And the exciting thing about God's promises are that they are always going to come true because God when he makes a promise it is a promise that he will always keep God is not a liar God does not speak things that are not true truth so when you feel this overwhelmed situation you can um, you can re remember that God keeps his word so this morning um, riding into work, I started to just draw to my mind different promises that God has made. You know, he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Even if your father and mother forsake you, I won't forsake you. I will be there with you and for you. And so when you're lonely and you're feeling like there's just no one around, it isn't true. That is a lie from Satan because God is always present and he is always there for you. He reminded me that when every single thing around seems shaky and unsteady, that he is my source and that he's a rock. He's immovable. You know, God cares so much. He cares so much for me. I feel it. I know it. I've seen it in my everyday life and he feels that same way for you. He feels that way for each person. Even when people do not love him or honor him or believe in him, he is still always available. At any time, if someone would turn to God and say, look, I just really don't know what else to do. I need help. God will instantly be available and be ready. 
So driving into work today, I started listening to podcasts and I was praising him and his word was just becoming more and more real as I was, as different scriptures were flowing into my mind and to my remembrance. And I at one point was driving and I saw, I was looking at the traffic all around and God just sort of spoke to me in my spirit. And he said, Donna, you know, each person in each one of these cars has maybe a different place that they're headed. And some are going to work, some are returning home, some are headed to different destinations. But in each car, there's a person headed somewhere. And it matters where they're headed. That the destination matters. The fact that they are taking this interstate or that interstate is less important than the final destination. And I thought about this really works for us in life. You know, we all have a final destination. We all have a plan and a purpose that God has set out for us, that he has for us to accomplish on this earth. There are ways that we can impact other people through our lives. And sometimes when we are born and when we die, the road in between that is going to have, it's not always going to be a straight, a straight path. You know, I want to accomplish certain things in my life. And I look back and I think, God, you know, how am I going to get from A to B? Or am I going to get from A to B? When there are so many detours along the way. For me, the detours have been brain surgery, divorce, marriage, remarriage, infertility, death of close family members, even young, young close family members. I don't know what your detours have been or are. Only you know what your detours are. But in each and every time that God has given a detour, he's also been right there as the GPS system for me that when I got off course, sometimes by my own doing, you know, sometimes we get off course because of sin in our lives. We make a choice deliberately that we know is not the choice that God has for us. Sometimes we want something so much that we make it happen. It may not have been God's perfect best plan, but we make it happen because we want it so much. Have you ever been like that where you wanted something or someone so much that even though every single bit of you screamed out, this is not the right path, this is not what you should be doing, you did it anyway because it's what you wanted at the moment and then a year or two, maybe less, maybe longer down the road, you begin to open your eyes and see, oh gosh, this is why God did not want me on this path, but it's too late, I'm already there. I want to say today in this podcast, it is never too late to make a U-turn. There's even a book, there's a, a writer, there's an author, and she's made a whole series of books called God Allows U-Turns. I think it's Allison Adams, I have to look that up. But she says, God allows U-Turns. God says it's okay if you've gone one direction and you need to change around it's okay. You can make a U-turn. Nothing's really that fixed that you can't change midstream and go back the other way.
I don't know where you are today. I want to end this podcast today by saying whatever's going on in your life today, take stock of where you are. And if it is a direction that you don't want to be headed, you have the power within you to change completely around and go the opposite direction. Sometimes if you don't really know what you want or where you should be going, you can make a list of everything that you don't want. You know, I don't want to be overweight anymore. Okay, well then what you do want is to be fit and healthy. So in every situation, when you have a chance to make a choice, you can tell yourself, I'll make this choice that's going to move me closer to my to what I want and not closer to what I don't want. God bless you as you go through this Monday. I pray that it is the best Monday that you've had so far. I always tell my children, let this be let this um, be your best day yet. Let this be your best Monday yet. Let this be your best shift at work yet. Not your best work or your best day ever because tomorrow could be even better and next week could be so great that this leaves today in the dust but best day yet let's pray together lord thank you so much i am so overwhelmed with gratitude father for everything that you do and the blessings that you just pour out on me and on people that i know and on all of us every day the fact that we woke up this morning took a breath got in our cars and are headed into our destinations shows that you love us, you care about us, and you gave us the ability to do that. Father, thank you so much for the gift of life this morning. It is awesome and wonderful to be alive. Father, thank you so much that no matter what is going on in our personal lives, we may have people that are very sick, we may be very sick, but you are the great physician and we can trust in you, Lord. Father, whatever's going on in anyone's life who is listening to this podcast, I pray, Lord, that you shine your light of wisdom, love, and truth in their lives. I pray, Lord, that you tenderly and gently bind and hold someone close if they're hurting this morning. Father God, I pray that wherever the needs are, you come sweeping in and you meet the needs, Lord. Whether they are big needs that seem impossible, or whether they are small needs that barely barely seem important enough to pray over. Whatever the needs are, Lord, I pray that you will just meet those needs today. Thank you so much that we have you constantly available, always present, always ready and willing to listen, always there to help us get through each moment of our lives. I pray, Lord, that you just bless the rest of this day, this Monday, that it's the best Monday yet for anyone listening to this podcast. Thank you for work. Please let work be great today. Please let me bless someone's life today. Please, Father, take care of all the things. Help my parents as they battle with Papa's diagnosis. Help every single person to feel your presence today. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you.